Yo, what's up, gang? Happy Friday, and welcome to another episode of The Local Podcast. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Jordan Hauser Digital. That's my video company here in Greensburg, Pennsylvania. That's my real job. I'm a video director, a content creator, and a photographer by day, and a podcast host by night. I mean, technically, these things are done kind of in the afternoon, but whatever, you get the point. If you are a business and you're interested in making video a part of your marketing strategy here in 2020, get a hold of me at jordanhauserdigital.com. Or if you'd like to do a radio ad for your business right here on this very podcast, you can do so. Think about it. There's a bunch of local folks that listen to this show. So you tell me an easier and more cost-effective way to target this local demographic. Can't do it. We have different packages for different budgets. I really can't make it any easier for you. If you want to spread the word about your business, you can do it right here on The Local Podcast. Just get a hold of me at thelocal724.com. Now here's an episode that I've been looking forward to for quite a while. Today in studio, we have Alex and Jim from The Stereo Shop here in Greensburg. On this podcast, we've been lucky to run the gamut of all of the new businesses hitting Greensburg right now, which is super awesome, but we can't forget about our OGs. We're talking to a true OG business. Whether you're coming into town or you're leaving town, you pass it. The Stereo Shop right here in Greensburg. All right, let's do the damn thing. Welcome to the local 724 Podcast in 3, 2, 1. Alex and Jim, welcome to the show. How are you guys? Good, man. How you doing? Doing all right. Glad to have you guys in the Stereo Shop with the big fixture of Greensburg. It's Matt, pretty you know, awesome. Right in the middle, man. Can't right. miss it, you know. <laughs> Everybody knows about the Stereo Shop. So why don't you guys give me a little history on the Stereo Shop? You want to take this? You want me to take it? That's fine. I'll take it. Go for it. All right, man. Well, I mean, you know, we've we've been in the area. You know, we've been in the area since, uh, you know, the 60s. Uh, except... 70s. I can't do math right now. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyway. Yeah, 60 years would be the 60s. Right. So anyway, uh, you know, so it kind of started off as like a small home electronics shop, you know, a car audio place to go, kind of a venue if you were into turntables and uh, receivers back then, uh, you know, and it's time progressed, you know, so did the industry. And, you know, we went from being just a hi-fi shop to full home, like full-blown uh, home custom installation. And, uh you know, we do all kinds of crazy stuff, you know, TVs with touch screen, uh, mirrors with touch screens. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, big TVs, cutting edge TVs, TVs that roll out of a freaking box, you know. Uh, <clears throat> so, I mean, it's it's starting to get to that point. Home automation is a big thing right now. Um, you know, you can go anywhere else. You can get, you know, things that happen, but there's no way to connect them all together. So we take those individual components and we connect it all together uh, through a couple of different platforms, uh, depending on, you know, what people are comfortable with using and uh, budget and things like that. Um, so between all of that, you know, we still do car audio. It's a separate uh, piece of the puzzle at that point. Um, but it's just one of them things where it's just, uh, you know, it's always growing, always changing, and it's just moving right along and we're ready to take it on, man. That's pretty awesome. I mean, I remember, so the stereo shop, I remember like when I was little, when I was growing up, was it, was it the shop that was out in Latrobe? 
by different so store. What was that? That was Soundtown. Soundtown? Yes, sir. And uh, I thought Soundtown had turned into you guys at some point. That's how, like, we were, well, you know, in a way. Uh, in oh, a, okay. Not not from a business sense, but from uh, we actually have one of uh, the former owners uh, working with us. Oh, cool. Uh, he's one of our sales guys. Yeah, that's pretty neat. We so were, we were originally Lafayette Radio that used to be on Otterman Street. Oh, okay. So. Very cool. So you guys, I mean, technically have just, you've always been in Greensburg. Mm-hmm. Very neat. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, like whenever I had done my research and I was like, man, you guys have been around since the sixties. And I was thinking to myself, like, what in the fuck were you doing in the sixties? Like what kind of like stuff was going on in the sixties that you were doing? So like car audio and stuff like that. But I mean, how times have changed. It- was a vinyl store at one point it was heavy into turntables and two channel oh yeah so that's kind of how the company got started was being more of a like a eh, kind of a cd place you would go in the mall for us uh you know that you would go to today um that's just speakers and two channel audio that's really all it was and it's it's uh evolved from that so with the like i mean you guys, you're not very old gentlemen, so, but I mean, like, you know the history of it, so, I mean, knowing the history of what you guys used to deal in and, and now, like, the technology, like, how mind-blowing is this? It's, it's absolutely wild, you know, and uh, going from that legacy, and it's kind of making its way back around. Um, if, if you've noticed, uh, there's a statistic out there where it's, uh, more vinyl in 2019 was sold in CDs. Um, yeah. <laughs> who who the hell would have thought that was going to happen at that point? Um, so, you know, we we saw that trend coming, and we just kind of started getting back into the turntables and the, the true two-channel hi-fi audio. Um, you know, and there's a couple companies out that we deal with. They make speakers that are $2,000 for a really nice set to... Two hundred and thirty fucking thousand dollars, you know, it's ridiculous. Oh my gosh, and that's before like an amp or anything. That's just the speakers. They're like six foot five, uh, like three hundred or six hundred pounds a piece. Like absolutely ridiculous speakers, but they are the voice of God. I've been told, <laughs> and they better be for that money, you know. But um, quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, that's pretty intense. Yeah. So I mean, for for the audiophile, you know. They, for some reason, you know, we kind of gotten overlooked a little bit in, in the test of time, you know, with the the um, big box stores and everything like that, just kind of making their, uh, you know, their empire. And uh, it's just one of those things where you just can't forget about the small guys because 95% of the time they do it better. Yeah. You know, because we actually, rather than, you know, being a place where you go to buy a computer and a TV and whatever else, you know, we really do have that funnel down to uh, being that expert service that we're known for. You know, people come to us with every problem, which is a good thing in some cases. It's like, okay, uh, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, so we just try to, uh, you know, just keep that, keep it local, keep it friendly, and keep it, you know, chugging along, man. It's, it's exciting, you know, but, it, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, you have to wonder, I mean, you, you've got those big stores, you know, you got Best Buy down the road and stuff like that. Like, I mean, it blows my mind to think like, you know, not in, not in a rude way, but like, how the fuck are you guys still open? You know what I mean? It's like, it's really because like everybody always, nobody goes to like a local grocery store. Yeah. They go to fucking Walmart. Right. Or Giant Eagle. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not like, 
everybody seems to think that like bigger is better, bigger is better, all of that stuff. And it's like, I just, I don't see that. Like, you know, when I go get my hair cut, I go to like a nice small shop. I know the guy, he cuts my hair, he cuts my hair the same way every fucking time. And it's great. It's awesome. I like having my people. I like having my connections, my like, hey, I know a guy. Boom. And we go and do that. So I can elaborate on that. And what has us kept us around is the majority of my customers are our customers. I'm on a first ba- first name basis with. I mean, I, I know more of their personal information just helping them log into accounts than they probably know about themselves. Hell yeah. I had a customer call me the other day asking me for his uh, his uh, iTunes password. Not, <laughs> really? You're calling me? Right. <laughs> there you go, man. I mean, that's awesome. So, yeah. I mean, we, we stick around for, you know, we don't have a ton of turnover. You go wherever you go, Best Buy or any other store like that, you... Every time you go there, it's a different person greeting you. Yeah. Whereas when people come to our store, they're getting the same person greeting them. And that's really, it's just our, that's our biggest attribute in all honesty. Yeah. That's so cool. I mean, just like to have that, like, you know, people experience and things like that. I mean, when you do walk into a a big store like that, I don't think that you notice the people that are working. You just immediately assume that it's like this giant machine that just like operates on its own and stuff like that. Skynet. <laughs> right? yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. just like, it's this weird thing that like you walk into a place like that and it's just like the whole idea of like, you know, people being people to each other and people being friendly with each other is it's out the door. You really don't even think about that. And, and really, you know, until you start really thinking about it, like after the fact that you walk in there, you're like, I didn't realize how poorly those fucking people treated me. You know, oh or, yeah, you know. But like, so fun fact, you know, we both kind of got our start in a Best Buy. Uh-huh. Uh, I was I was there four years ago, three years ago, you know, and I wanted to work at the stereo shop more than anything at that point in my life because I was like, I don't know, man, just there's just something about that place. Yeah, and uh, you know, and I've I've been with the company overall about nine months now, um, but seven years of industry experience, you know, has taught me like everything I know. So it's kind of wild to think about that. But, um, you know, so taking all those, those personal interactions that I had at, you know, with Best Buy and all the customers there, you know, they expected that from me, you know, but the company didn't, I expected that for myself because I treated people like humans, you right, know, yeah. and it was one of those things where it's like, Hey, your productivity numbers are low. It's like, cause you're spending an hour and a half with somebody. It's like, well, because they needed an hour and a half of my time, you know, yeah. and I got reprimanded for it. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be here anymore. You know, so that I, I left, you know, in a couple of different places, you know, got some different experience in and always went on my way home, you know. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Dude, good for you because, like, I mean, I think that, you know, people take, like, personal interaction for granted and stuff. Yep. I mean, like, there's there was times I worked at Lowe's once uh, right. for a very brief time of my, <laughs> like, teens. And, um, you know, they literally told us, hey, you know, when somebody asks you something, you take them to the area, you know, where, like, where's doors? You take them to the fucking doors. Yeah. Today, I was at Home Depot, and I'm like, hey, do you, can you show me where, like, the doors? They point and guess they, at an hour number. Yeah, <laughs> they point, and they're like, yeah, between 13 and 15, it's, it's in there somewhere. And they turn around and just walk away. I mean, that is literally it. There's no, like... And that's what I mean. Like you just kind of, 
you end up going into those places and you're like, well, you know, I'm literally going to walk around with like 500 people around me and not say a fucking word to anyone. Right. Uh, is, am I the only human being that goes into a place like that? And I, I almost stare at the floor the whole time. I don't yeah. want to make eye contact. Right, I yeah. want them to leave me don't alone fucking so I can get at me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was like this real nice dude that, um, that worked there. He was like an older guy. And, uh, you know, I was just sitting there looking at the like washers and dryers and stuff. And he came over and didn't even like try to sell me. He was just like, yep, time, time to those things go, you know, every once in a while. And like just having like a normal conversation. And I was like, I was so shocked to have that normal conversation. Yeah. But take me out of that environment. And that's normal. That's what people do. But in that environment, it was like, whoa, what the fuck's this guy saying to me? It was just weird. It was like, this guy's human. Like he's not a robot. Right. And, you know, and I, I spent a brief period of time working in the Walmart electronics section at a pure desperation. Um, <laughs> and it was crazy because people would ask me where something was. I would literally walk them over and explain to them what they're about to buy. And they looked at me like astounded every time. Yeah. Like no one's ever like in a Walmart. Like what? The? And so, I mean, it's just. Yeah. And when I go to Walmart now, I don't even talk to anybody. I look down. I have a headphone in or two headphones in. And I go on the Walmart app. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I just type it in. Shows you the aisle number. I'm like, sweet. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's weird. It's kind of sad how things have, have gone that way. But, I mean, it's also very awesome because now, like you said earlier, everything's kind of coming back around. Everybody, you know, the big box stores were, like, new and exciting and, like, flashy and everything was, like, great. But then it was, like... Everybody was missing that like personal interaction, I think, right. and that's that's why these like smaller businesses are coming back in like full force. Well, well, that and they, you know, and you see the impact they have on the economy as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, and especially the local economy, um, you know. So, uh, you know, money that we can contribute back to the Greensburg area is is money well spent to us because that's where we got our start and that's where we live. You know. Um, you know, so we, we try to market it as, you know, technology with a human touch, you know, because literally the stuff that we do is 100% custom, like 90% of it. You know, even like if we program you a smart home system, you know, everything, I, I can take a picture of your kitchen and put that as the wallpaper after I Photoshop the hell out of it to make it look like, you know, not your kitchen. And, you, right, know, yeah. it, you know, or, you know, if it was me during my childhood, it'd be my, no, I'm kidding. I'm not going to go there. Uh, <laughs> No, me, me crying on the floor. No, I'm kidding. But, um, you know, so like everything that we do can be personalized to where, you know, your first name is there or whatever else, you know, it's not just like something that you buy at Best Buy and set up on your own. Like we do it for you and we optimize it for how you want it to work, you know, rather than you having to sit there and get pissed off because it didn't come with an instruction manual because it's all online. Right. You know, so it's just one of those things. That's awesome. I do have an experience with you guys, and this was like a few years ago. I was trying to fix some video lights Mm -hmm. that I had that was just like collecting dust. And um, what had happened was the fuses that they sold were like, I don't know what was with them. Every time I bought new ones, I would turn it on and the light would blow. And I was like, man, this sucks. So I like, I was going through a lot of money in bulbs because those aren't cheap at all. Right. So I brought one of the lights into you guys, and I don't remember who I worked with. There was a gentleman at the desk, and we went through every fuse that you guys had at that place. Yeah. And we just went through and, like, talked about, like, what we could do to get around that. If that was, like, you know, 
taking a, a piece of wire and and putting in a different fuse and things like I was just like blown away. Yeah. And I literally at one point said like, yo, I'm sorry. I'm taking up so much of your time. And it was all good. Like everything right. was fine. There was another guy that came over and he was like looking at it and like coming up with some ideas. And it was just like, that was what I needed to do because I mean, I went everywhere looking for those fuses and you guys had them and the lights work and I ended up selling the lights because <laughs> I just didn't want to deal with them anymore. Yeah, right? Yeah. Right. So, I mean, you know, with technology comes LED. So <laughs> those are nice. <laughs> the, the one misconception on LED is they do burn out. A lot of people don't think that. Yeah. They think it, they last forever, but they're absolutely have a shelf life. So mm-hmm. it's just much longer than your typical bulb that you would. Yeah, buy. yeah, definitely. And a lot cooler too. So like if we were in this room, like a lot of the places I have a video production company. So typically we're trapped in a room like this size with like five people. And then you kick on tungsten lights and everybody's just melting by the yep. end of the day. The yep. LEDs keep everything nice and cool. Yep. So yeah, that absolutely. Was, that was a nice jump. But it's, uh, as far as technology and stuff, like what are some of the craziest things that you guys seen like come, come to like your shop? I don't <laughs> Uh, so as in products that we just, we carry or yeah it could be anything i mean like we were talking about like the the refrigerators with the screens and stuff now uh, yeah, or like yeah. they have like 8k televisions and shit and like all kinds of crazy stuff uh yeah i mean i think the craziest thing that i've personally played with in the past couple of weeks is that mirror um so oh, yeah the mirror yeah so it's essentially it's by a company named electric mirror sponsor us no, i'm kidding uh you know but uh <laughs> and the podcast <laughs> <laughs> now um but no i mean it's it's literally it's a I think it's a 24 by 36 mirror with um dual leds on the side of it that are like pointed at your face mm-hmm. you know so um yeah you have a nice nice lighting pointed at you. Um, and within the, the mirror, there's actually an Android based touchscreen. So I can watch Netflix or I can download your home automation app, log in as you and control your entire house from your freaking bathroom. If I wanted to, that's nuts, right? Like that's the, that's the shit I'm talking about. That's crazy. Yeah. I went to a hotel room, um, down in Orlando. I was at a hotel and, uh, in every room they had these smart mirrors and mm-hmm. stuff. And I don't know what brand it was, but it was nuts because like I would turn on the light and it would sense that I was in there and then it would like pop on whatever channel was the, you know, the hotel's like default right. channel or whatever. Right. And it was like the news, the local news. And I'm yeah. just like watching the local news, like brushing my teeth and I'm like <laughs> looking up and I'm like, it was just, it was, it was so wild. crazy. And yeah, yeah, you could just like, I mean, I don't know that I would connect all of my personal shit to a hotel smart mirror. But oh, no, 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 the, the one in your house would be much <laughs> yeah, the more. One in, the one in yeah. the house is all good. But uh, yeah, so I didn't get to mess around with it too, too much. much right. But it looked just so, dude, this is like the future shit. Yeah. This is like the year 3000 shit. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. And it's and, here now, uh, man. And, and it's it's not in big box. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I kind of like look at you guys as like, you know, the guys behind the scenes. You guys like know all this shit. Yeah, that we we don't know yet, you know, and and honestly, you know, I'm going to quote one of my biggest uh, influences, Steve Jobs. He said at one point, you know, um, 
the technology is just the orchestra at that point. They're the, it's the instruments. We're the conductors of it, man. Like that's, that's what we're doing, you know, like, yeah, we're behind the scenes, but we're also in the forefront of it all, right you on. know, <clears throat> it's a weird paradox, but it's, it's cool to be there, you know? And, um, the, the craziest part about these mirrors too, is the fact that you can, um, you know, with it being Android based, you know, the APKs, you know, if you have a, a, a layered system deployment, uh, team of people, you know, you basically just flash it all and go in there, and then you can have, like, a personalized to the hotel or to your house. You know, if you do app, app development, you can have a great time with that mirror, I'm going to tell you. You know, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. I think for me, it's... I mean, I've seen pretty much everything our industry can do, um, but one of my favorite things to provide to a client is... And everyone's used to pressing a button to make something happen as in i pick up my remote i press that stupid red all power button <laughs> to talk. your tv yeah. turns on your cable box turns off you call comcast <laughs> and you get through this loop and then you eventually just you know throw the remote down and say screw it i'm not right, watching tv yeah. tonight but for me my favorite part of our industry is the smart home side of it um not only voice control and being able to walk in and just create massive scenes where your home does things for you but it's the hidden aspect of it that people don't even realize we can do. And that's making your house react to you. So uh, yeah. certain scenarios, uh, if you had a smart door lock and you came home and unlocked it, it's pin based. So you would have your own pin. He would have his own pin. I would have my own. Whenever you unlock it, the house knows that. And we can now make the house do things that you want it to do. When your <laughs> wife or girlfriend comes home or your kid comes home, she doesn't want the TV on, but she'd like the lights on in the bathroom and the, the walkway that are on for the house knows so it's reacting back to your input versus you having to press every button to make every little thing happen yeah, <laughs> yeah no and and the the crazy my part mind's of, like fucking blown <laughs> right now this is like the future is now it, yeah i mean you know so so having a house you know that that lives and breathes with you at that point you know is kind of it's kind of the way that you know over the years that's kind of like the the thing that has it's one of those cliche things like, oh, the house should live with you or something like that. Right, yeah. You know, and the fact that we can make it do that, you know, down to each individual person, you know, and then you get notifications when your kids come home, you know, or when they do something they shouldn't do, like turn the TV on five seconds after they walk into the door rather than right. doing their homework, you know. I mean, sorry, kids, we're going to ratchet out to your parents, but like, oh, well, you know, it's just yeah. one of those things where it's it's a comfort, it's a convenience, and it's, it's technology is not as scary as people think it is. You know, and, and that's something that we have to tell people and try to have them work through. You know, it's like, hey, it's yours. You know, like we, we're we not going to try to be like, oh, yeah, this is intimidating. No, this is actually going to make your life better. Yeah. You know, and a lot easier. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I've I, you're living under a rock if you haven't seen, like, the commercials where, you know, dude's in his car and he's just like, hey, pause my podcast. And right. he's like, turn the lights up to this level, turn the temperature to this level, blah, blah, blah. So when his wife walks in the house, she's all like, ooh, you know, like, dude's taking care of me. It's just like, that to me, like, I saw that and I was just like, whoa, you know, they must live in some, like, ultra modern house. Right. Like, to be able to do that. is Are these things available for, like, any house? Like, could you do these things with pretty much any house if you had the budget to buy the there there's many, many ways to go at it um i mean from the simple diy stuff that you can start with at lowe's to mm -hmm. 
the extreme, <laughs> the far, <laughs> yeah. far extreme. But uh, quarter million dollar speakers. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah, what he didn't tell you is you need a two hundred seventy thousand dollar amp per speaker to run that speaker. But uh, <laughs> yeah, neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> Uh, and you still need a nice uh, turntable to put uh, right along into those. But um, to to answer the original question, sure, anyone can get started on it. Most of your, I mean, there's really only four voice people out there that everyone knows of. You can start with a dot that you buy from off of Amazon. It's $29 to get you started. Um, What you want to control with it then is up to you. But I mean, you got, you, you have Alexa, you have Google Home. Um, you have Siri, which everyone knows in Android. With Apple's uh, home kit integration as well. Yep. So, I mean, you can go buy an Apple TV and that can be the next step of your smart home. And then for the people who want the more sophisticated voice control, you could look at something like Josh AI. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Like, I know that, um, you know, my my buddy, he, uh, he's he got like the, the thermostat and I think he's got like the, the door lock situation. Okay. Or um, he can like unlock his phone or unlock his door like with his phone or something like that. If right. somebody stopped over and needs to drop something off. Um, I think he's got a ring doorbell, things like that. Yeah. So it's just like all these like things um, just are like, it's so like mind blowing, but like to integrate all of that into your daily life, would right. I think would just be awesome. Like I'm such a, I, I love tech. It's just like the greatest thing ever i see a toy and i'm like well i need that <laughs> and it's like all right so i save up for you know a couple months and then i fucking blow it all on that yeah. but um it's just i think it's just so neat what what technology is doing you know for all of this so like with a generation that maybe isn't as in touch with the tech like you know maybe intimidated by it do you guys go out and like do all the installs and things like that? You guys have techs that go out and do that stuff. Yeah. So we, <clears throat> so yeah, we, we are full service, you know, um, we, we take each customer start to finish, you know, whether they're buying, you know, a TV, a turntable, sound bar, whatever else, if they say, Hey, I don't know what I'm doing. We say, okay, cool. We can come out and help, you know? And most people are, were pretty, pretty adamant about it. And I'm like, okay, yes, yeah, swing on by, you know, and, uh, they we leave and you know if we don't hear back from them you know then assuming everything's good we'll follow up and say hey you know how's everything going they're like it's it's wonderful you know and uh a lot of the people that we do deal with uh think very highly of us that's pretty awesome yeah so how long have you worked alex how long have you worked for the stereo shop now Uh, i've been there since june of last year nice so yeah i uh started off as a sales guy and uh one thing led to another now i'm doing the marketing and business development uh all kinds of fun stuff that's awesome yeah so it's really cool yeah it's put me in a spot where i'm happy you know good man i mean like you know progression inside of a a business that you like and a job that you love so i mean you can't beat that no that's just that's fantastic that's the bread and butter, man. I told Alex when he was hired, I said, no one's ever hired for the job they're going to have here. You get hired <laughs> and then you find your happy spot and that's where you tend to end up with yeah. us. Yeah. Job descriptions are pretty loose, huh? Well, <laughs> it's just the way it goes in small yeah. business. Yeah, dude, that's good. Time. Everybody has to do everything. That's yeah. right. Absolutely. Jim, how long have you How long have you been a, a part of the, uh, the stereo shop? Mm, I think 16 years next month. Whoa. I, I did take a uh, nine-month snow, uh, snowbird trip to Naples in the middle there. but uh, Nice. Yeah. It's, 
I've done every position there. So I started out just like Alex's cells. I wanted to do the install. I wanted to be in the homes. I wanted to be interacting with it. I did that for eight or nine years, took my break, came back. And since I've been back, I've been more or less running the installation department and it's progressing from there. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. I mean, you weren't joking around when you said you get there and you don't fucking leave. <laughs> That's really awesome. Uh, or if you do leave, you end up coming back three times. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I, I feel like it's probably one of those things like, you know, I'm in video and stuff. So there's not many places around Greensburg, you know, that were hiring for video. And I did find like one or two places and I was like, oh, my God, I can actually go to work you know, like only five minutes down the road. This is right. awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that didn't, didn't last terribly long for me, but, uh, I mean, it's really awesome that you guys are based here. This is what you guys want to do. And, and I mean, the stereo shop, that's the place. I mean, that's the place like, you know, yeah. it's like the, the, uh, the small business of a giant, huge, uh, service, I guess is what you want to call it. <laughs> it's you know, gigantic. I mean, you guys are obviously well known all throughout the area and things like that. How how far out do you guys service? Uh, we go about an hour, hour and a half each way. I mean, I, I don't know. You you could probably test that a little more there, Jim. Uh, I've done work in seven states for the stereo shop. Holy uh, shit! <laughs> Manhattan, New York, to Chesapeake Bay, to Columbus, uh, all through. You got to take Morgantown kind of right across the border. It's a college uh, town. Right, yeah. We do a good bit in. So there's West Virginia. But uh, yeah, our typical radius is about 45 miles. So north of Pittsburgh to Somerset area. Uh, don't go towards Uniontown a whole lot, but we do have a, some select customers out that direction. Wow. That's pretty wild. I mean, like, what, what did you guys, what did you have to do in New York? <sighs> Just wondered. Uh, one of our clients bought. She was uh, bored, so her husband bought her a uh, a seventh floor penthouse, basically, that she remodeled and for the intentions of renting out. So when we finished up, I be- I can't remember what movie he was filming, but uh, uh, who played the uh, gladiator actor? Oh, Joaquin Phoenix. No, no. Oh, uh, the, the gladiator. Yeah, who played um, the gladiator? I can't. Why can't I, I got the dude? I got the dude's yeah, face yeah, right in my in my mind. Shit. Uh, he was also the, like the smartest mind guy. Everybody's or whatever. Make fun of us. Yes. <laughs> now that we can't get this right. Uh, either way, he was yeah. moving in for his next movie, so he was renting it out. So we had a very oh. tight time frame to get it in. Wait. But the project was simple. It was uh, four or five rooms of audio, a couple TVs. Probably the coolest thing we did is they weren't allowed to put a window that overlooked the park. So we ended up mounting a TV right there. And then we hung out the side of the building and mounted a camera off of the side of the building. that was looking down at the park. So kind of created that That's element awesome. of having a window there. That is awesome. <laughs> That's, That's so cool. That's wicked. Yeah. I, I see. And I, I'm learning things that we've done as well, you know, in some cases. Well, the fun yeah. part of that was I was sitting on the floor holding one person's legs like this. <laughs> and the other one was, yeah, there was three of us to get that camera mounted. It was like, Hey, remember, time. remember that time you pissed me off? <laughs> Who's on you? And, I'm, and I'm, I'm still I'm still hung up on the gladiator guy. It was it Gerard Butler. Yes. Okay. That. Okay. I, oh man, I was going to be really pissed off myself if I didn't. Uh, it was dig through the archives. Cool. Thirty. It wasn't time. him. No. No. It was another dude. Russell Crowe. Russell yeah, Crowe. Russell Crowe. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, there we was, go. I was okay. sitting there. I kept seeing this oh, dude's yeah. face. Okay. Now. Now I. 
Okay, I just the dot in my head for, for a different thing that I don't want to say. So right. <laughs> I heard rumors that his rent was thirty five thousand a month for that apartment. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, there were there were guys that I used to listen to on the radio. They were like, you know, shock jocks like Opie and Anthony. Yeah. Those dudes, like some of the some of the stuff that they would like divulge on air and stuff, like the one dude like said his rent was like fifteen grand a month. And it was like that's insane, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, at that point in my life, I was like working in a, like a t-shirt shop, like screen printing t-shirts. Oh, and I'm okay. like, I think I probably make 15 grand a year. <laughs> like, Not to derail this interview, but what shop? Um, it was XL Sportswear in Trafford. Okay. It was a cool, it was a cool place. I really like kind of fell in love with the, just the whole idea of like graphics, graphics and like yeah. making something that like, you know, you could just do, it was, just, it was so much fun. Yeah. I can, I can attest to that. You know, I, I took a Photoshop class in high school and he, this is what I do for work now. You know, I Photoshop things and I, I design things, you know, and I kind of, I kind of like the fact that Jim's given me an opportunity to divulge my technical and my business and my creative talents and all in one place, you know, so I, I do get stretched yeah. <laughs> a good bit, but, uh, Dude, that makes you feel good though. Yeah, it does. I mean, does. in, in the, in a company that I used to work in, um, I worked for American Eagle, a big, big company. I was a video director there and okay. it was, you know, one of the girls that I had worked with, she was hired to kind of be. Uh, the producer on set. So she would like, you know, very technical. She would keep time and take notes. Like what was our good takes? What was our bad takes and all that? But she was ultra creative. Like this girl was like very good at graphic design. She could illustrate like crazy. And um, her name's Rachel Beck. Shout out to Rachel Beck. But um, (laughs) she, uh, she finally got the opportunity. They said like, Oh, Hey, we need some like invites made for, for this event. Do you want to hand draw those? And she was like, oh, my God, yeah. And then that just, like, that really gave her the, I think, like, the motivation the to really just, she appreciated her job a lot more, you know. Right. And uh, it was awesome, I think, you know. So you being able to do the, all the creative things that you like is, you know, that's awesome. That's a really cool thing to hear. Yeah, it keeps me bashing my head off the table and also from bashing my head off the table some days, you know. So it's yeah. just one of those things where, you know, uh, when you start getting too technical, you start getting a little bit bored because, you know, you're like, oh, this isn't fun anymore, you know. <laughs> right. And yeah. then you're like, yeah, I'm going to do something fun for a little bit. And then you make a graphic, you know, for an hour and a half and you're, you feel pretty good about it because then you're like, hey, that looks pretty good. Hey, Jim, what do you think about this? That yeah, looks good. All right, good enough. We'll do something with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty sweet. So you guys are kind of doing all of like in-house. You guys are doing like your social media and, and all that stuff. And you're taking care of that stuff. I am. Yeah. That's awesome. And Good sales. You, man. <laughs> yeah. And just anything that he throws at me, basically, you know, I try to just uh, make myself as expendable as possible. And, uh, you know, the social media stuff, you know, that's, that's the way it's starting to go. You know, uh, you know, why do we have to advertise in a phone book anymore? You right know, it's, it's 2020, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, so I, whenever I took the position over, you know, I just kind of sat there and did an analysis of where everything was at. And I said, okay, half the stuff is old fashioned and, and, and effective. You know, we can put our money and our creative efforts into something that's going to be more, uh, you know, relevant. Yeah. You know, and, um, so, so far it's, it's actually gained some pretty good momentum, you know, uh, especially even Instagram, you know, like business, Instagram is like a huge business tool at this point, you know, that's how we found each other. Yeah. You know, that's, that's how a lot of people have been finding us as well. You know, like when I, when I started doing this a couple months ago, you know, our Instagram count was like at like 60, 
you know, and in the couple short months that I've been doing it, you know, um, we've gotten a little bit over a hundred followers, I believe, you know, which is small relatively, but I mean, it's just one of those things to where there's growth. Oh yeah, for sure. That's the huge thing, you know, growth there. Uh, Facebook, we got about 1500 followers, you know, um, you know, so there's, there's a little bit of growth there going on, you know, websites getting, you know, overhauled constantly. Uh, <laughs> and just cause you know, much like the business that we do, it's all dynamic. It's all got to change every time that we can, you know, and just to keep our relevancy and keep people's attention, you know, we want to break ground because that's what people do when they come to us when they break ground. So why can't we break ground? Yeah. I mean, just like advertising as a whole, I think has changed a lot in, you know, just a few years even. Yeah. I mean, like everyone always thought it was like such a yeah, great idea to make a TV commercial. And now it's like, who doesn't skip commercials at this dude, point? Right. <laughs> I mean, I personally have not made a TV commercial for somebody in probably six years. I yeah. mean, at least six years. And it's just been like, it's, it's nuts. Like people don't even ask about that. I don't right. even tell people that that's a possibility anymore. It's yeah. all web-based. Yeah. I mean, you know, I have one client that was like, hey, we might throw those out the TV. And I was just like, all right, cool. So hook me up with your rep and then, you know, let me know what what uh, their exporting procedure is or blah, blah, blah. Right. And uh, they were just like, wait, we have to have a rep? And I'm like, oh, man. I mean, you guys <laughs> got to buy airtime. You have to like, you know, and with the internet, I mean, it can be 42 seconds if you want it to be. Yeah. It can be seven seconds if you want it to be. It could be, you know, TV's like 15, 30, 30, 60. And it's just like, come on. Right. And and it's it's super expensive to do it anymore. Oh, hell yeah. You know, I mean, like, why why would I want to throw money at that whenever I can put, you know, a couple bucks into sponsoring a Facebook post or sponsoring, you know, um, Google posting or something like that, you know, whatever it may be, you know, at that point, you know, SEO is the way things are going. You know, you, you want to be the top of the listing. Well, not top, top. Cause that's means that you paid more for it. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I never click on the first links. So I'm like, yep, they paid for it. Uh, you yeah. know, but um, you know, you want to be relevant and you want to constantly have that organic content just, just flying through at that point, you know, to, to get the better numbers and have Google favor you more at that point. Yeah. You know, I mean like even as far as like, you know, advertising on things like, you know, you can, you can do radio spots on Pandora. Yeah. Things like that. Or TV commercials local to your area on like Hulu and things. And it's just like for a real hot second, I was like, Ooh, that's a good idea. Right. And then I was just like, I don't know. It's still not like, you know, I think even, you know, with Hulu, I know what, what I do when those commercials come on. That's when I set the, everything down. I run into the kitchen. I yep. let the dog out. I like grab whatever I have to do, grab a beer, do <laughs> right. something, come back. And then, you know, my three ads are over and boom, back to the show. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. Like, you know, and, and with the Pandora thing, I mean, yeah, you're going to run into people, but then you have to like try to funnel all your information into a group of people. You know what I mean? And it's right. just like, you know, if you're trying to get in the good graces or get the attention of local people, then, you know, that's where, like on this show, that's what I was sitting there thinking. And I'm just like, yo, I mean, like eventually I'm going to have to start making some money from this thing. Right. And I was like, so do some ad work at the, at the beginning, like offer that out to businesses. And that's the thing. I mean, like the only people listening to this show are local people. That's the exact audience that, you know, people in that position want. Right. So, you know, advertising has just gone like such a crazy way 
technology has, I mean, you guys know that. And that's just like the craziest thing to me that like, how do you, how do you, how do you guys even like keep up with like what is new all the time? Vodka? Jameson? Yeah, that's the best answer I can give you. Um, I'm yeah. drunkenly scrolling through Facebook seeing what's new and exciting. The, no, there, yeah, there's two kinds of people in this world, I believe. People who refuse to do something out of fear of not being able to fix it or people who just don't care and break it. And if they do, they figure out how to fix it. So, there you go. You know, and th- that's that line is probably drawn by an, a generational gap. Um, just because, you know, our age and younger have grown up with it every day where they didn't start seeing that stuff till later in their lives. So those, and you know, that there are bread and butter. That's what keeps us here. So they need us. Yeah. Just kind of got them through the muddy waters, man. You know, you just got to clear it up for them and just drag them through. Yeah. I mean, that's just like, you know, I, I'd see, I know when I talk to my mom, um, and my mom's like, she's pretty young. I mean, she's like 50, uh, I don't know, 50 something, 52, 53. And uh, I was just like, she would ask me like the, the silliest questions. Yeah. And it was like, you know, is Google on Comcast? And I'm like, like, how do I get to my Comcast internet? The Google stuff isn't, it's not working out. I want to use my Comcast internet. And I'm like, nope, it's all the same internet. I was like, different search engines I like are, you know, propelling your, uh, your results and things. I said, but you know, what, what about Comcast here is, is really <laughs> floating your boat. <laughs> and she just like, you know, it was tough to explain that to her. And then like, you know, I, our kids are like sitting there telling me about fucking V bucks. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, what? I'm like, what the fuck is a V-Buck? I'm like, get upstairs and do your fucking homework. Right. And it's just like, <laughs> like I don't, you know, I sat there and like, you know, made fun of my mom because she didn't know what the hell, you know, the internet was. Yeah. And my grandma, dude, you even like, my grandma asked me what I did for a living. And I said, like, I make videos. And she was like, oh, cool. So how are you going to make money off of that? <laughs> yeah. It was just like, so where do you put them? And I'm like, on the internet. And she was like, why do people get on there and watch them? And I'm like, well, it's people have websites and like, you know, you have hot leads. Like people are coming to you. You got a captive audience. Yeah. People are coming to your website. That's where they're going to see your advertisement, your video that I made. And she's just like, cool. Okay. Well, that's, that's, that's neat. I'll never watch them. I love you, Jordan, but I'm never going to watch them. Like, you know, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I can't go, think back when the radio was a thing. That's kind of what I'm doing, but on a, on a internet spectrum, you know, right. At that yeah. Point, you know, it's, it's so crazy to like, you know, just go through those, those time periods where my grandma doesn't even know what the internet is to my mom trying to figure it out to me thinking that I know it all. And then my kids turning around and saying like, dude, you don't know shit. <laughs> I, I get a phone call about every three to four months from my father asking me what his Wi-Fi password is. Dad, it's your phone number. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks. Dude, See. that's a, that's a great one. Yeah. I mean, Yeah. It, it, it's so cool to me that the people like in that generation depend on you guys to to have that information for them. I mean, that's like, it's mind blowing to yeah. me, but at the same time, it's, it's cool. I like it. Yeah. Like at my parents' house, I know exactly what their password is. I know it. My mom probably doesn't know it. My dad knows it. It's named after one of his favorite baseball players. 
So it's just like he knows it. I know it. And like at any point in time, they could just be like, hey, what's the pet? And I'm boom. I know it. You so, know I mean? yeah. So my mom, she's 58, 59, somewhere in that ballpark. And she uh, is an HR manager. And she had no idea what she was doing at first, but then she learned it. Uh, and she learned how to use Excel through it. So I told her, I said, now that you know how to use Excel, I said, I want all of your passwords for everything on an Excel spreadsheet. And she's like, okay. So that was something that like, I, it was a, it was kind of like a, a crossover thing, you know, where it was like, okay, you know, yeah, this is where I want you to have all your stuff. That way you don't have to ask me 45 times, you know, what your passwords are, you know, or she's actually got to the point now where she has Google Chrome cause she has Android uses, you know, saves all of them at that point. Yeah. And I use the same thing for my work. Like, I don't know any of my passwords for work. I make one one day, like one variation of it. And I just like Google save it. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm putting my faith in you, Google at this right. point, you know, I started doing that too. Like whenever it like came to the, like, do you want us to remember this password? I was like, yeah, sure. And then it's like started doing this weird thing lately where it was like giving me this like, Oh yeah. It's password like this password. Yeah. And it was like, do you want like a super secure password? And I'm like, <laughs> well, if you're going to remember it, go ahead. <laughs> if that Better thing doesn't me, remember man. it, I'm fucked because right. I remember like a bunch of like X's and numbers and dashes. And I was like, all right, cool. That, you they, got this. That looks secure to me, man. All you. you <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I for a while didn't use iCloud keychain because I remember when I went to Best Buy, so I was like, never use that. It's a, it's a pain in the ass. And I'm like, okay. So I was like, you know, I'm going to go against the fucking grade one of these days. Yeah. So I ended up using it. And now I'm like, it's, I have the, the newer one. So I just, my face just unlocks everything. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, all right, face. You've got it. One thing that you can do good for this world, you got it. You know, but yeah, uh, I'll vouch for that. Yeah, I appreciate that. No, but uh, <laughs> yeah, man. It's just like you know the amount of things that, like you said, like your face unlocks your phone. I mean, it's just like it really is insane to me. You know, like I logged into my bank account today, and my face unlocks that. Yeah. So it's just like it's so easy. And I don't have to remember passwords. I mean, I had the same password from when I was like 16 until, you know, my early 30s. And I was just like, if somebody finds out what this password is, like, my whole life is just gone, man. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, they can get into anything, like anything. All of my email accounts, same password. All of like everything, same password. Yeah. And, And now it's just like, you know. I can make one that's like a little different or a variation right. you know, on a theme and then just my face. Yep. There it that's, is. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's all it's going to do from there, you know, yeah. but, but, uh, yeah, no. So, uh, with, with that to try to circumvent that issue in our business, you know, I, we have this paper we give out to people. It's like, Hey, you know, before we come out to your house to do anything, Write down your Wi-Fi password, your Hulu login, your Netflix login, you know, and we, we got away from it for a little bit, but we're trying to bring it back around as much as we can. I honestly think my favorite is, is, hey, I bought something that requires an app on my phone. I'll come set it up. Okay, let's download the app. Uh, I don't know. My kids set that up for me. I don't know how to get into the uh, the app store. To Where, where's it. the app store? It's, it literally says app store right there. Well, I don't, I don't know how to use this fucking phone. Like, yeah, dude, and it's tough, man. I mean, like, you know, I sit there and every once in a while, like, I'll remind my mom that she said that, and I'll bust her chops and stuff. But you know, it's just like it's wild. It's it's things that you know, if somebody were to sit there and say like. 
like I'm a camera guy. Yeah. They would just hand me like some crazy like, you know, 8K like Ari Alexa or some shit like that and be like, here, take this, show me how to work it. I'd be like, I'm a bit overwhelmed. I ain't the one, like, bro. Like, not me, right? you know. Hold but. on, please. I'm going to go to YouTube real quick. <laughs> but like, I mean, I would be overwhelmed. And, you know, if the, you know, if you're not, uh, I guess, so technological sav- technologically savvy, uh, that you would know to go to YouTube and maybe check some things out, then you're looking for that personal interaction. And, right. you know, it's all full circle at that point. Yeah. You know, you guys are helping out people that uh, know it all and don't know any of it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that, that is true. Um, you know, but I mean, going back into to some of the product too, you know, like uh, AK, you know, it's, it's ahead of its time, you know, being a hundred percent honest with you, you know, 4k is, is great. Uh, AK, I, it's just not there yet. You know, there's nothing being produced in it yet. So it's kind of hard to sell the, 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 the resolution and everything like that. You know, yeah, that's an easy sell. Just tell them that 32 K is already on the marketplace. You can buy <laughs> it right now today. It's just not going to be in a mainstream store. It's going to be your projectors in your higher end theaters throughout your larger cities. Yeah. yeah and that it's just, it's nuts. Like, do you guys go out to like the trade shows and stuff like that? Do you go out to, I forget what the video one's called. So um, it kind of circles back to your question earlier that I don't know if Fire or Alexi really answered was how do we keep up is we do do a lot of training. We do travel a lot and a lot of our manufacturers also travel around doing short one day trainings. But some of our products take uh, one of my trainings was six days, 10 hour days. So just to learn well, how to implement it and be able to install it in someone's home. That's, that's a big training. That yeah. is, that's intense. What, what was the product for, or what was the product? Uh, it was an automation company called Crestron. So they're kind of the cream of the crop as far as it comes to universal remotes and integrating your house. That's awesome. That's pretty crazy. I mean, like there's some like video, uh, conferences and stuff like out in like, uh, Vegas and things. And I had the name of it slipping. I can't, uh, can't remember it, but, um, they, that's kind of where they, they release all this information and it's just like, you know, you wander over to like the Sony booth and it's like, Oh yeah, we have a camera here. That's like as big as your phone and shoots an 8k. Yeah. And it's like, what? It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, that's the craziest thing ever. I mean, you go and, you know, being a, like myself, just a, like a small business owner, like video guy, I'm like working and working and working to like upgrade my stuff to 4K. Right. And it's just like, boom, you'll, we're going to drop like, you'll 8K. You'll never on catch you. up. Yeah. Yep. You never catch up. And you know what? I, I, I learned that back when we got our first, uh, what the hell was it? Like a Dell computer or something, or Gateway. Back in, you know, <laughs> it was back in the day. The moment you unboxed it, that's exactly what the salesman <laughs> told us. We walked out of the store and he goes, that thing is outdated the second you walked out of this store. And I was like, really? That my dad was like, well, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, my dad didn't take too kindly to his little joke, but he was just like, my dad was like, what are you talking about? I'm bringing yeah, this I, thing back right I, now. I just <laughs> spent this much money on it. Maybe it's <laughs> right. like, you know. Dude, and yeah, I mean, like, that was a big deal, like, in yeah. our house. I mean, we got that gateway computer. Dude, I know that it was, like, in the thousands of dollars. I mean, yeah. that's, like... That's stupid. Yeah. You paid like $1,200 for that computer. Yeah, and now you can get a $300 laptop. People are still bitching about it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's crazy. Um, you know, 
the, the Chromebooks and stuff, I mean, that's one thing, but you know, you go and get like a laptop, you, yeah, you can find something for like 300 bucks. We just got one for one of the kids Yeah, and you know, the specs on it are pretty decent for, for what, they know, what do he's going to yeah. do. Yeah. So some Minecraft, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Spend his, get his V bucks or whatever the <laughs> fuck that is. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, I had a train of thought going there and it's gone. It'll come back. Give it a minute. <laughs> yeah, it tends to happen. It tends to happen when you got a microphone in front of your face. But, um, I mean, as far as, like, what you guys are seeing with the new businesses in Greensburg and things, like, are you guys excited for that? Is, it like, this whole resurgence coming into Greensburg? Because I think that's going to benefit everybody. Old businesses, you know, your, your more established businesses, and these new, you know, startups. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've I uh, being that I frequent a lot of places in downtown Greensburg. Uh, right on. It's a historical <laughs> society, and there's a couple others. A new small business. Uh, oh, the downtown Greensburg project. Yeah, there, there's yeah. a lot of people throwing mm-hmm. a lot of money to try to reinvigorate the city. So if that can happen, I think it would be good. But yeah, and and I, I remember I was listening to the episode we had uh, the Reverend Dashier on here. Right, and, yeah. uh, <laughs> man, he's he's a fucking trip. But he uh, really is, you know. But you know him Mr. saying Rocket, that, yes, sir, <laughs> all time friend. <laughs> yeah, um, you know how he was saying that you know the Greensburg, uh, you know, not just the the business community, but also the art community is making a huge comeback in this area, and it's it's more of an art town now too. Yeah, and I think Seton Hill's like a bit to do with that. Seton you know. Hill's throwing a ton of money at this city, but for some reason, the city is still fighting it. It does not make sense to me why they're not yeah. embracing it and just allowing this to become the college town it's going to end up being. So It will. It yeah. will eventually. No, and no. I mean, there was a uh, there was another company my friend turned me on to um, or like a Facebook page. And he was like, do you know who these guys are and like what the fuck they're doing? And I think they're called Steel City News or something like that. They have a it. ton of. OK, neither was I. They have I, I've a, heard that name, but I've not I've not researched it at all. Yeah, it's it's I think they're a local place or entity, entity of some thing. sort. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have a Facebook page. They have a ton of followers, and it's literally a, a news show where the guy like stands in front of a green screen and he like reports some news. Well, they submitted a video of Greensburg to be completely redone by HGTV. Like HGTV is is trying oh, to yeah, take yeah, yeah, over yeah. a small it's, town. Right. And like build rebuild buildings that are falling apart and stuff like that. Right. And I'm like watching this and I'm thinking in my mind like man, like did you guys do the fucking math on this because this is going to be very expensive. But I mean, it's a thing in Greensburg's in the running. And I think that is like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. You know that there's a, there's an awesome building right down by deviate. Um, and it's got like, I'm sure you guys know, it's got the, the nice cool spiral iron staircase that goes up on the outside. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the fire escape. And then, you know, on the bottom, it's got that like corner that is all glass and it's just like, that could be like the coolest bar on the planet. Yeah. Put some of those garage doors in there that flip up. <laughs> Dude, you're talking the south side immediately. That's exactly yeah. what that is. And it would it would be awesome, but that building has been vacant for 30 years, I found right. out. And that's that's a shame yeah. because it's so beautiful. And like if they could do something to kind of keep the, the historical vibe of it intact, but 
modernize it enough that it's not going to fucking kill somebody, yeah. then that's awesome. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and that's the way the design trends are going anyways, where it's, you know, you want to keep the the heritage of uh, and the overall vibe of that building, but yeah. you also want to bring it back to life and, and resurrect it as much as you can, but keep that overall vibe. You know, throw some cool LED lighting up there and, uh, right. you know. They'll burn out, though. They got to show up right there. <laughs> <laughs> I that it, someone finally took over the building on the corner of Main and uh, Pittsburgh Street. It was an old bank. I always wanted yeah. to buy that building and turn it into a loft with a right. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, I see that there's been trucks parked in front of it. I'm not sure what's going in there, but. That's, that's I, the yeah. one that's, a, that's by First Commonwealth, right? Up uh, by the courthouse? Opposite side of Pittsburgh Street. When you make the right, it's on your left-hand side. Okay. okay mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah it, uh, I think I read an article about that. I believe that it is some kind of incubator space. Hmm. I don't, and I don't know who bought it. At one point, there were a lot of names being thrown out and a lot of companies, like these people are from like fucking California or something like that. Yeah. Um, But I think it's just like, you know, with more businesses coming into the area and then like everyone kind of getting excited about like business again. Yeah. Then, you know, I think it's just like, I mean, you guys have, have weathered the storm. I think you guys have done a great job of like, you know, keeping all of your customers happy. But most... Most of them, right? <laughs> Can't um, make everybody. Happy. Right, yeah. That's a good point. Um, but, you know, you guys you guys have made it through the toughest part of it, and yeah. I think that, you know, there's a, there's a lot to say for, you know, a business that can do that and, and the other established businesses around here in town. Um, but I think it's cool to see, you know, these new businesses coming in, and then the whole mindset is to shop local, shop small. So, you know, you guys can finally like kind of sit back and take a breath and be like, fuck, that was tough. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we made it through and, and, and you guys are, you know, like I said, one of the most well-known businesses in this whole entire area. Yeah. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm kind of starting to relate Greensburg a little bit to Venice, California, where it's, you know, it's starting to get to that or like Portland. I don't know. It's just kind of starting <laughs> to, I don't know, to me at least. Maybe my opinion doesn't fucking matter. I don't know. <laughs> Can we get some like chicks in bikinis walking down the main street or something like that? On rollerblades. On rollerblades. Watch for the potholes. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And they're right on the sidewalk too. Nah, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like there's definitely a kind of like, an influx of like the younger generation who really is kind of making this happen, kind of forcing the hand of this old boys group that won't let it be what it is just going to end up being. Like you said, say the biggest thing that I think Greensburg is lacking is you, you, you either have college housing, the other housing and, but there's no, there's nothing bringing anybody into the town that, you know, once kind of like a loft style apartment that they're the top or the penthouse or, mm-hmm. you know, that it, it's just there, there's very little housing and there's very little parking because everything's reserved at this point. So yeah. Yeah. those are two big things that are holding it back. Yeah, there are. Um, I don't know if you know the uh, in that new building with the white elephant there that Suzanne Ward built. There are some uh, pretty nice loft apartments up top i was not aware on uh, pennsylvania avenue they're no, no, pretty ritzy they're very <laughs> very fucking nice <laughs> yeah, yeah. um yeah she did an amazing job on that building and uh exactly what you're talking about that's what's up there and you very know nice. they did these nice um the treatments to the outside with the iron 
Glad uh, rod or iron. Right, yeah. Right. And, um, I mean, the building on the inside is absolutely gorgeous. Everything is super modernized. Uh, the apartments, either whichever way you're looking out or whatever, but, you know, some of them have uh, a view of Pennsylvania Avenue right out there. Mm. And that's kind of awesome because it's like hopping. And then, like, I mean, these windows are floor to ceiling. So it's that's like you've got it. you've got the courthouse right there, like yeah. staring at you. You can, you know, it's if anybody it's, it's needs awesome. some nice motorized shades is listening. We got <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yep. That's You're going to have we to very really touched on. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, yeah, we did not talk about shading. Yeah. No, uh, that's, that's all. That's a small piece of the home automation thing is uh, yeah. smart shades. You know, like they all get down at the same time. You get their voice controllable. You know, they integrate to just about anything we, we offer at that point. Um, as far as touch panels and things like that, you know, so it's, it's cool. You know, it's, uh, it's one of those things to where, um, you know, they, they can be directionally tuned as well. Uh, so they do go up and down, mm-hmm. correct, correct me if I'm wrong. You know, they, they go up and down based on time of day and where the sun's positioned. I was going to add that, but I didn't want to cut you off. That, oh, yeah, fine. the beauty of it is everyone wanting to go green and energy efficient. So you can have your shades come down as the sun comes up and you can have your shades go up as the sun comes down to kind of allow heat or cold in and out based upon time yeah. of year and what you're looking to do. Either yeah. keep the heat in or the cool in. That's awesome. That's really neat. I, the American Eagle building uh, down there in the south side, it was all automatic uh, mm-hmm. shades and stuff like that. And that was like one of the coolest things. Um, you know, you just kind of like walk over and like hit a button and you know, everyone, if you were lucky enough to like have an office with a window um, <laughs> or even an office, um, you know, you had the controls right there and you know, it was, it was real nice to be able to, to operate that stuff. And there was a studio that I worked at in LA uh, last year Uh, We went out there to shoot some stuff and that whole entire studio was automated. Like, I mean, there was the, the temperature, the lights, not, not like the video lights, but like the house lights. Sure. Um, and then, uh, the shades and everything like that, because it was glass the entire way around. Right. And I mean, that was just like, that was my first, I think, experience with, uh, like really everything in in the whole place kind of being automated and i was like yo this is like of course i'm in like fucking la so yeah it's like that naturally but uh (laughs) i mean just the fact that like you know if you had the budget to to deck it out and like really go for it yeah that you know you could do it you could do it here in greensburg you could do it in latrobe or whatever pittsburgh yeah i mean that's that's kind of the way that we want to do it you know is uh bringing those West Coast kind of things, you know, the automation and, and all that stuff. You know, we want to bring it to this area and say, listen, this is the shit they're doing over there and have been doing over there since it came out. And we want to, uh, you know, really have people experience that over here. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Well, we just uh, we just touched our hour. You got, you guys were worried that you didn't have enough to talk about. <laughs> we had plenty to talk about. But uh, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you, marketing man. Let's get it on. Go for it. All right, man. You can find the Stereo Shop, 201 East Pittsburgh Street. That is here in Greensburg, PA. And uh, phone number is 724-834-2074. Call us if you need TV, shades, home automation, uh, basically anything. Uh, and we'll tell you if we can or can't do it. <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. I had a blast with you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Jordan. Appreciate it, man. All right, there they go. Alex Kelly and Jim Moyer of the Stereo Shop right here in Greensburg. The OG fixture right here in town. 
you know, in comparison to those big box stores, it really is awesome here in Greensburg that as a community, we still have a shop like the Stereo Shop that gives us all the help we need with the latest technologies and with that personal touch. That's the biggest thing. That's the best part of it. And that's what this whole podcast is about. It's about introducing you guys to the businesses around this area, the small businesses that really offer you that personal touch. And you know what? Just like Jim said in the podcast, I have spent way too many times walking around Walmart or Home Depot or something like that with my head straight down. That's really not a place where you feel like you're talking to people. But you know what? If I go into Bort's Hardware, boom, I'm talking to everybody in there. And that's how things really are supposed to be in a community as tight as Greensburg, PA. Anyway, end rant. I will see you guys next week. Later.